0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the breaks radio. I am one of your hosts, CEO Hayes. And if I'm in the building, you know that means I'm joined by Miss Mary Almonte. What's going on, ma'am?
1: What up, what up, what up?
0: And then also Mr. BTG Bailey, the greatest in the house.
2: No, oh, man, trying to stay alive.
0: <laughs> we all should stay in the house. So, uh, before we get into the topics, like something that we I just was ear hustling over, uh, Mary's TV <laughs> before we got started. So, Trump. Just announced that there is a ban to all travel in Europe, uh, as well as like several states have also banned um, public gatherings in general. What do you guys think about what's going on?
1: I'm spooked, honestly. Like, t- for me, this just made shit real. Yeah. yeah I don't sure. know. I haven't, I'm not going to lie, I haven't really been taking it that seriously. I've been feeling like, well, I guess it's just kind of like the flu. And if you're, you know, somewhat young and healthy, you'll be all right. And, you know, whatever, but I don't know, this is feeling like it's kind of another level
0: right now. So. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it does seem that I, I, at least I looked it up yesterday, and I, like less than like 2% of people younger than 18 who are exposed actually get coronavirus. And I don't know if there's been any deaths in anyone like under 18. I, I have to check my research on that, but I mean, this is serious. And I think the way that the react, the public reaction has been to it and the fact that it's, sporting events are shutting down public gatherings universities are shutting down like ohio state here completely shut down all in-person classes and converted everything to online um so yeah it's real barely what's, what's been the reaction out there and how do you feel about it
2: it was the same like like mary said i didn't take it that serious at first because um i mean if he was alive in 1999 we know what y2k did where a lot of people flipped out about that, but the difference is that this is a virus yeah. um had nothing to do with technology um that we know of it 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 well yeah well yeah, that's true, <laughs> but it didn't it really didn't hit until when I got the notification that the NCAA had started shutting things down um and then locally, you know we my wife sends me emails like every day about the school districts and things like that, so um, There's a lot of things to consider, man. Um, which was crazy because I just left an audition and I shook somebody's hand, and you could just see the hesitant when I went in for the handshake because that's just the normal yeah. thing to do after an audition. Like, thank you for coming, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I could see the hesitation and I understand. So, um i think people should take it more serious now um whatever they could do to keep their families safe need to start looking into it man because they're canceling a lot of things
1: yeah Yeah.
0: it's only a matter of time i don't know um if any like elementary schools have closed anywhere but it's only uh, my kids elementary school actually sent an email today like saying that if they do have to close down the schools they're gonna have like online lessons for the kids to be able to do um while schools shut down like Everything is like it, it's everything's about to close down if this doesn't get solved pretty quickly. It's just going to keep getting worse and worse.
1: Yeah, my so it's it's being rumored that my daughter's high school is going to be shut down next week. Wow. Which is a New York City public school. All of our colleges here have been no classes until March 19th. Um, And basically, that's on, like, we'll see about that then (laughs) status. So, yeah, I don't know. And, I mean, seeing New York City shut down is a little crazy. Like, you know, there's seats on the subway now and shit. Like, (laughs) so there's definitely a difference.
2: Well, the the joke that's been going around... On this side of town, on this side of the coast, is that the four hundred five freeway is open. You know, mm-hmm. and that's one of the most packed freeways <laughs> from you know in the morning to the to late at night. The um, thing is, me and my wife are both in fields where we have to tend to other people, mm-hmm. and so we don't know. You know, she's a, um, you know, I work in the field with mentally disabled adults, and she's a case uh, case worker. For um, for kids, she's, uh, you know, I can't even think of her damn job title right now, but she definitely got to go check in on kids. Let's put it like that. Um, and she has to be around other people. She just got promoted, so she has to go to these trainings and she has to go to meetings, and we don't know what's going to happen. You know, we haven't gotten any email about our jobs other than, you know, we have to be more aware of uh, coming in contact with people outside of, you know, our workspace. So, yeah, we'll see, man.
0: For sure, for sure. Well, enough about coronavirus. Are you guys ready to get into our topics for this week? Let's try to pick up the energy and talk about some more positive shit. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it.
1: Welcome to The Breaks Radio.
0: So the first topic we got this week is definitely a funny one. So Little Yachty uh, came out with a video for BroPro if i'm saying that right with drake and the baby and he plays oprah in this in this video and the shit is hilarious i love seeing stuff like this what do you guys think about the video
1: i feel like his videos are always funny and odd (laughs) (laughs) so it's kind of in alignment and it's kind of good to see him again because i was i feel like he's one of those people that i was wondering what happened to recently Mm. so Mm -hmm.
2: yeah I mean you know with this generation, it was i guess the the market for or where the artists these days that come out they get in and then they expand more they they expand faster than I think the artists back in the day you know they probably come in with one quote unquote uh hit album and then they're off to acting and other different brands and things like that so he, he and he's a, he is a funny character. He's be, he's actually a better actor than
3: rap.
0: Mm. He is a character, and that that's the thing is that when when people get to use their creativity in that way to like display a side of them that wouldn't come out if they just focused on music, I I understand it and I appreciate it because I'm not the biggest fan of little yadi as an artist, but I can say the things that I have seen him in. In acting, outside of How High too, because I refuse to watch that for the culture. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, he, I'm like he, you. He's 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 pretty entertaining. I won't say he's not, he's not like a great actor or anything, but I can definitely see him that eventually being what he does more is the entertainment side of things.
2: You know who he reminds me of? He reminds me of uh, Roger on Sister Sister. Yeah.
1: Nah, I see it.
0: I, I, yeah, I can see that
1: Go home Roger
3: <laughs>
0: Fair enough Let's get into the next topic So this one So uh, Kendrick Lamar announcement was We knew it one was coming Because he started posting like weird shit And then everyone kind of expected it to be an album And then when it came that it wasn't an album I don't know if you guys saw the like social media reaction There were some people that were legitimately upset We still don't exactly know what this is going to be but it's a creative company and it's called pg Lang. what that's going to be baylor i'm gonna come to you first on this one have you heard anything about it do you know what was going on with this
2: Nothing outside of that little promo video that he put up that mm-hmm. everybody got excited about, but um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't upset at all. I know when he does come with an album, it's going to be well put together. It's that's probably insane. an album that's probably already done. Mm-hmm. But the fact that this might be something different, whether it's a TV show or a movie, I don't see how people are not excited about that. I mean, we just finished talking about Lil Yachty, you know what I'm saying? Expanding off doing something different. I mean, come on, man. I mean, I'm mean, i here for for whatever it is. I can wait on a Kendrick Lamar album because I know when it does come, it's gonna be it's gonna be well put together. Yeah, yeah,
0: and in the announcement it does say that PG Lang is multilingual. Our community speaks music, film, television, art bu- arts, books and podcasts. So that really enc- encompasses everything. So I, I, I can't wait and Kendrick is a creative dude. Uh Mary, what do you think about the announcement? Um I feel
1: like let's see. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I feel like Kendrick must have been cooking up must be cooking up a whole lot of really dope shit because I feel like he's been a little underground too. Yeah, I don't know, this is feeling like a theme tonight. Like lots of people who, you know, haven't really been in the forefront lately are starting to resurface, so.
0: That is, that is true, that is true Anytime Kendrick is like extremely quiet He always comes back with something And you know he's one of those artists that I, He would have to drop a terrible album For me to expect anything less than greatness from him So just <laughs> like it, He doesn't need a, bu- a bunch of promotion He's reached that level to where He can just announce it an hour before it drops And people are going to show up and expect greatness Good stuff from him um, So yeah and Mary to your point You mentioned how like people are popping back up and something that's not on the list that I I want to ask you guys about, Eminem in this Godzilla video and the Godzilla challenge and everything, I know we reviewed the album and how we felt about it, but what do you guys think about, like, M really seeming like he's enjoying being in the spotlight again? Because you know, even when he dropped um, Kamikaze, he kind of dropped it. If it wasn't for the beef with MGK, it seemed like he would have just went away and it would have been fine, but he's really, like, on another press run with this album, I and mean, it seems like he's... Having fun and, and enjoying being in interviews for someone who's kind of a recluse. What do you guys think of Eminem being back in the forefront lately?
2: I think to just think that he's enjoying the attention, that's all. Okay. You know, and what, what better ways to get back into the spotlight and to hold on to it by putting a challenge out there? You know, yeah, nowadays you could just put out a 15 second or 20 second video. And it'll go viral, and it'll be huge just off of who it is. It doesn't matter how you feel about the white boy. He has stamped his name in hip-hop legacy, and whenever he does something, we're going to pay attention to it, whether we like it or not. Okay,
1: cool. Yeah. I mean, I definitely feel like, where is this noise being made, though, right? Mm -hmm. like. I feel like back in the day, in what would be considered his heyday, anything he did was really like viral and everywhere. But there were way less outlets of distribution. So like me personally, I haven't been seeing chatter about M that much. Okay So, so I you know what I mean? But it's not to say it's not there, but I feel like we're all so fragmented that you know what I mean, it depends on what outlets you look at. That's true. You know what That's I mean? True. So, yeah, absolutely. every
2: everybody everybody timeline ain't the same, so yeah, you know, yeah you could yeah, miss
0: it, yeah. yeah. Especially if he's not like, in to that point, like he hasn't done like a Breakfast Club interview or anything where it's gonna be on almost everyone's feed. So I, I can understand right. that for sure,
2: right? Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. You know, because no, but to, but to her point though, some uh, so another podcaster had brought it up on his show, and I didn't even know anything about it. It was it was a minute ago. But it was like, bro, how you feel about that Godzilla? And I'm like, yo, I had to go research it, even <laughs> though it did go viral. Uh-huh. Like, like she said, everybody it went on everybody timeline.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And the thing with like stuff now is that there's always something else coming viral right after it, right after whatever's going on. And if you take a couple of hours off the timeline, you can really miss something. You like the whole, like the for example, the next yep. topic that we're talking about with the Jay Prince, Jay Prince thing and Megan the Stallion. Like, of course, I he- I heard the the chatter and everything of Megan Thee Stallion talking about her record label, it was it was like 12 hours later that I saw that Jay Prince said something about Megan directly because I had just not been plugged in. So mm. it definitely happens. Um, but to get into that next topic, Jay Prince <laughs> had comments to Megan Thee Stallion, and um, he said her lawsuit was wrapped up in lies and stupidity. But more important than that, like for anyone who's actually listened to the interview, it was really like... I don't want to call it gaslighting. What is the proper word for it? It was it was like that nice pettiness and but it was definitely threatening in his tone. And it's Jay Prince and like he really seems like he had that mentality of you're the artist, shut the fuck up. And that shit doesn't work nowadays. Like you can't tell an artist to just shut the hell up nowadays. What do you guys think about it? Mary, i
1: come to you first. Um, I think that that even though, yeah, that isn't how it works, that's still when you're in the business end of music, that mm-hmm. is kind of the tone of it of okay. things. Um and I will say that if what I saw of her contract, which was going around Twitter, um, is legit or valid, if that's really what it was, then it seemed about standard for a new artist. Um, I don't know. I feel like we're still trying to work this shit out. <laughs> like, I feel like it's like we're, it's, this has been going on for so long and I think we all kind of felt like, you know, you saw like the TLC documentary and shit and saw how they got hurt mm-hmm. and, you know, new edition and everybody else. And you kind of felt like, okay, that was a problem in like the nineties, but we're, we're so much more enlightened now, but believe it or not, artists, especially when, when they're in that like thirsty, hungry phase, and they're just trying to get put on, do end up signing contracts that aren't necessarily in their best interest every day um Uh so yeah like i feel like hopefully this is bringing this the virality around this hopefully brings about some kind of real change because i kind of was just surprised to see that like we're still dealing with contract issues and and artists not having any kind of control or say in their work like it's it's not so but i mean yeah i'm not surprised that like the reaction that we're getting from that that this conversation is getting. People do look at the artist as like the bottom of the totem pole, even though t- to the consumers, to the fans, they are the product, they are the talent. But
0: yeah. Yeah, and it just really highlights the fact that somebody can seemingly be on the top of the world, like it seemed like Megan Lestani was the last year, and really just still be getting dicked around like anybody else. Baylor, what do you think?
2: But I think we talked about this about holding her accountable for her actions. It- for her being as bright as she is and as smart as she is uh i still hold her accountable my question is where does he come in at this like where does jay prince fit into this story that's the part that i'm confused about how did he get dragged in or why did he get dragged in for him to even make a comment
0: he has an ownership of the label he has a part in the label at some at some some level
2: Okay, so uh, well, we know when it comes to him, he's always around. in cer- <laughs> insert. In, I some- didn't
1: just be in everybody's business yeah. for whatever reason. Like he's the hip hop, and, and
2: that. <laughs> yeah, too. like I get it, I, I I get it, but at the same time, I don't. I held her accountable if he has something to do with it or if he has some awareness then i don't think she's wrong on speaking out on it.
0: Well no, I, I, she's not wrong for speaking out on it at all. I think where the thing is is like that he's trying to silence her is the issue. Like her speaking out is fine cuz i think we need yeah. more people to speak out on why the, on the bad the bad side of hip hop and what happens.
2: And and that and that's the main reason why i asked the question is because if you are a part of it in some type of way mm-hmm. then <laughs> why are you trying to all right, you know, I did, look, we already know how Jay Prince gets down. We know his reputation, et cetera, et cetera. He has a lot of respect in the game. Again, I have to hold her accountable because there's too many examples from our legends not for you to understand this already. Okay, But, but I, I, think... I don't feel like, like – hey, let's be real. You from a different part of the – of the, of the U S so is Mary. Mm. We know about Jay Prince. We know, and we're not in the game. So if there was any kind of funny business going on and she brought it to light, I feel like she, even though Mary just made a valid point, when you're young and you're thirsty for that type of fame, you'll probably sign your name off that quick at the same time. though, you gotta have a little bit of integrity.
0: Well, I think too, though, like we got to stop. Uh, well, we got to understand that there's a difference between being smart and being industry smart. No one's in, no, very rarely do people come in the industry being industry smart. It comes from being in there for a while. So I'm not sure when she signed this deal, how far she was into it. But even though she's a bright person, that's still a whole new world to her. It's just like being street, book, book smart, but not being street smart.
2: I agree. With, I agree with that. But at the same time, when we will sit up there and criticize or even try to help people that's not from the hood and when you
0: move to when
2: you have certain people that move into the hood i'm not saying that it's our responsibility but there's youtube on la gangs there's youtube on new york gangs and new york streets i know when i move to new york i have to move a certain way i'm not going out there with the street with the la street mentality So I have to move a certain way. The industry is the same. We've been hearing how crooked the industry has been since I was a kid. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: My son wants to be in the entertainment industry. You don't think I have any type of caution. If it comes to a situation where he has to have an audition for a big, uh, a a large movie or a big movie or something like that, and they want to have a sit down, you think I'm not going to be there? They have a
1: contract for him. You think I'm not going to have some outside people look at the contract? Did, that's what I was gonna say. Do we know if she had an attorney review it? <laughs> I mean, I know at, a, at this, at question, this, but
2: I mean, at this point, I get it. That fame, that fame bug, will bite you, mm-hmm. and you will want that before you even look over the business part. I get that part. But now, look at the artist that had already been through that. They they put this online. This is facts. You don't have to read no papers there's there's YouTube still, videos of artists saying
0: like bro this happened this happened but still that seeing that is still different from being in there and knowing how to see if that that is in your contract if you're just not familiar with it bro like I understand what you're saying and I and I agree with you to a degree but it's still we can you can watch cautionary tales all day. It's just like when people they don't realize that they're in that same situation until they're too far into it. And it doesn't mean that they're not intelligent. It just means that sometimes you're so caught up you can't see the forest through the trees.
3: Uh,
2: well, I, I yeah okay. <laughs> people move people move different. I guess <laughs> I'm just saying I I, just, I mean well maybe it's coming from a person that don't really care for the fame.
0: Right. Yeah, Yeah. I feel that. Right. I feel that. I don't even
1: know if it's fame that she was chasing, but success,
0: right? Success. Like success yeah. as an artist. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let's move into the last topic in this segment. One that I don't know if we're going to have much to say about, but I just I, I had to put it on here. Takashi is officially getting out of prison August 2nd. Uh, reportedly, he got a couple of days, a, a little bit of time knocked off for his perfect behavior, I think is the way that the article worded it. What do you guys think w- What's going to happen When Takashi gets out How how soon do you think He's going to get back Into music Because he's already said He's not going to Take witness protection He's not going away He plans on having a, a music career still What do you guys think He signed a deal Didn't he, Did yeah. he already sign- yeah He signed uh, a, uh, a uh, album As deal a deal already? for Two English language albums And one Spanish album I believe Ten- It's like Ten million dollar deal Yeah
2: Is it it's not much to say, but it is a lot because you you definitely wanna watch it. You wanna see this unfold. You wanna see if the younger generation is gonna how they're going to accept him. And you also want to see our generation see how we accept him as well. So I mean it's really not a lot to say. It's just uh sit and watch and or sit and wait and watch.
0: Yeah, for sure. Mary, do you think that Takashi's gonna be able to get in the radio on the radio in New York? Mm hmm. Yeah.
1: Yes, he will, but I don't think he's going to be able to walk the streets of New York. Mm-mm. Hell so that's no. the problem. He's going to have to be recording from West Virginia or wherever the fuck they're going to be <laughs> sending him. Like
2: Dakota, South Dakota, right? North Dakota,
1: Iowa. I don't know, but some bumfuck place. But it can't be here. And the thing
0: that so. the thing that I'm looking at with this thing with Takashi is that he had his personality he was larger than life personality right he was the king of new york according to him he did all the crazy shit and antics and the thing is is that after now after you've you've snitched you've testified you've gone you you've worked with with uh the government and whatever you he can't come back to music that same way and the thing is is his artistry he wasn't as good uh, like a, a great rapper or wordsmith to the point where he can't rely on the antics at least in my opinion unless he's going to come and show us a different side of him that we didn't know as far as with his artistry so it's like what what can we really expect him to do because as you said he can't go back to new york he can't use that whole persona he was using before so what value is it as in takashi is just the artist if we're not looking at takashi and his antics and personality
1: i agree with you I can see him pulling off the Spanish album. Okay. Um, but yeah, the whole little wannabe gangster Treyway bullshit that he was pulling mm-hmm. <laughs> is definitely mm-hmm. over for that. So let's see. Yeah, he got re- he got to risk that me. bullshit out of his hair. Yeah,
0: I think it's already out. At least, yeah, I think he didn't have it out the last time he was in in court. So,
2: yeah. I will say this: you know
0: what can help him
2: what? if he had one of those for y'all for y'all that don't listen to Joe Budden's, but go to, uh, Joe Budden got a song called 10 Minutes.
0: Oh, yeah. Come on now, bro. That was on his, this was on his first album, I think, right?
2: First or second. I can't remember. You know, I'm old. Um, Mm -hmm. If he put out a track like that now, it don't have to be 10 Minutes, okay? (laughs) But if he put his track out there that was detailed, I'm not just, not even like apologizing, but breaking down his life and his details of becoming something that he wasn't acknowledging that he became a person that he's not used to being he might get a little leeway might so kind
1: of like a last call from kanye Mm.
2: there you go Mm. there you go because at at this point at this point the content can't be the same we already know that yeah yeah for sure yeah
0: no
4: more stupid that's gonna be one of the (laughs) more
0: interesting things to end 2020 on um is to see just takashi getting out and i guess it's more mid 2020 like there's gonna be a lot a lot of time left in the month when he gets out and just see how that goes i'm just i (laughs) I can't wait to see it but um anything left from takashi before we get into our first break nothing i wish
2: the best for all
0: right we're gonna go ahead and get into our first break when we catch you guys on the other side of this we'll actually be talking about there was a slew of new albums that came out. We'll talk about it after this. We'll be right. back.
4: Yo, this your boy Flaw Seven Hundred. What's good, everybody? It's your guy Fresco, and we are the, the podcast, podcast brothers. brothers. Dig? Yeah. Hey, what is our show about? Actually, our show is about a little bit of everything, man. It's not just one thing, but it's a little bit. It is right. It's a like a little, little bit of that. Oh my goodness, no! You like don't, that song? No, not from you. What song is that? I don't know. It don't matter. It. it doesn't matter what song that is. <laughs> well, that's what our show is about. It's about two brothers. Kicking the shit, real on life the real, brothers, real life brothers. Obviously not by choice. And you if know. you know how brothers get down, you know how we give it up. We don't agree on nothing. And that's what it's like on a podcast show. Makes for a healthy debate, makes for good dialogue, and it keeps the interest and the listener interested as well because it's real brotherly shit. Episodes drop every Sunday. Every Sunday, every platform you can get a podcast that the podcast brothers is there. You dig? Chill.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, so we're back. And so, just off the top of my head, other than what's on our list, so we got uh, Janae released a new album, Megan Thee Stallion, Jewel's, Jada Kiss released a new album, uh, Little Uzi released a new album. That's just, there's more. That That's the tip of the iceberg. There was a lot of new albums to come out in the last week. Um, we got three of them on our list. Which one do you guys want to start with? I'll, give, I'll, I'll let you guys decide which one we start with.
1: Jada Kiss. Okay, okay. Thought it was solid.
0: Okay. Fair enough.
1: But fair I enough. feel like he's always like Jada Kiss, I think we've talked about this. He was like the most consistent artist in the hip hop game to me. Nope. Yeah. That's so. fair.
0: Nope. That's fair. I, I, yeah. Listening to this album, it was, I mean, it was solid. I, I, I can listen to. Him. He has, he had some bars on it. Like he always does. But like you said, it wasn't, it wasn't nothing that was amazing on the album. Like there was nothing that you could walk away and it really sticks with you. But the fact of how, how long he's been around, there's not many rappers who can stay as consistent as him for this long, amount of longevity. Like, it's really him, Nas, Jay. I, I'm at a Crap. loss for Fab. Oh, yeah, Fab for sure. But uh that, yeah, I keep forget Like, I always want to put Push in a different generation. I keep forgetting he is in the, in their generation uh, with his age. But, yeah, that's that's a consistent group right there. And Jada is right up there with him. Um and he's well-respected. That that goes without saying. But it's just, this is this is a cool album. I'll listen to it again, but I wouldn't be surprised if pe- most people who listen to this album forget about it in, in two weeks. Yeah. No, oh, yeah, that's true. That's what anybody too, um, even his core fans.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, I'm really curious to see how the younger generation receives this.
2: Honestly. They can't relate. They can't relate. Uh, he put a disclaimer out. The, the album was dedicated to his friend that passed away. So mm-hmm. he got in front of that quick and i already knew the content wasn't going to be like the content that came out prior to that but look out for that locks album
0: is that confirmed
2: that was confirmed and i think it's supposed to come out soon if i'm not mistaken i I gotta go i gotta go back and do my research but yeah no a locks album is supposed to be coming out because i know i was looking for i'm looking for those tour dates but everything might be pushed back because uh you know
0: oh shit breaking news um my phone was just going off. I'm trying not to check my phone during the recording, but the NBA has suspended its regular season and will determine its next steps during the dude, hiatus.
2: Dude,
1: I, I voted for the hiatus. I, I I voted for
0: the hiatus. Damn, that's crazy. Wow. Shit. Um. All right. What
1: happened? Is there something that we don't know?
0: I, it, there's always something we don't know. Like I I would not be surprised if like in two days from now it's it's, it's released that. Uh, corona's gotten more aggressive or some shit because it just the fact that it seems like like yes there's cases in the united states but it doesn't seem like it's not nearly as bad as what it was in china or whatnot but we're reacting as if it's worse over here right now like everything is shutting the fuck down
2: i know but i think i think they're just taking you know precautionary actions you know what I mean, they, they're they going the next step because I know a lot of people were saying uh, they don't mind, even though it'd be weird, they don't mind seeing an empty arena as long as the game's going on because they want it to be on schedule but I think the NBA is like, nah, we're going to hop in front of this and say we're not playing at all
0: that's crazy, man oh, wow Um, to get back on topic Uh, shit, that's just crazy man, um I don't even know how to get back in the right me, mind uh, after me neither. that. Neither. I'm
3: J D. Kids had there.
2: a solid album.
0: Yeah, J D. Kiss had a solid album. Uh, Joelle <laughs> Santana. Let's talk about Joel's next. Free Santana uh, is the name of the album. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't.
2: I don't. I'm not gonna
0: hold you. I didn't listen to it at all. <laughs> you. Oh well. I, more power. Don't like. And he's in jail, so it's it's, it's only so much that that this album could have been done. Like it was really on the guests and the people who are executing the album to really make it great and all I'll say is that this is a throwaway album but it should have been he's in fucking prison he's no no telling how dated some of these verses are in the tracks themselves so this is a skippable for me I, this is, this, I'm not even going to give it trash bags because I feel like it's not quite his fault because this isn't the album he was planning on releasing so it's, it's a skip just don't listen to it mm, okay Thank you for that Yeah. Well,
1: so, okay I watch Love and Hip Hop I don't know if you guys do I do I'm ashamed to admit it yeah. um, But only New York, so And basically, from what I saw Or gathered His baby mama, or wife mm. Is the one who really, like, organized I don't yeah. think she produced and it And her brother she... And his
0: brother, I'm sorry, his brother
1: And his brother, yeah. right So I don't know <laughs> I don't know what that means
0: yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm just gonna leave that there. I ain't got I I am trying to keep the positivity. We're already talking about coronavirus. Like I just this this album was a victim of coronavirus. We're just gonna keep it <laughs> let keep it moving. Um next one, uh, Megan the Stallion, sugar. I didn't oh, get to boy. finish this one. I got about a little over halfway through, and all I'll say is it's not for me.
2: Well apparently she didn't get to finish it either.
1: I mean, yeah, I I only got halfway through, also, but I feel like for what it is, it's good if you like her style, right? She's a very distinct taste. True. Um, I mean, listen, she's not necessarily my cup of tea, but I respect it, and I do think she's talented. Um, so you know, well, you know, a- in her
2: in her, in, in her defense, she's she's creating a fan base uh, that. Probably won't be on the level as the 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 hive or you know these uh yeah th- not that yeah the barbs too so but she's getting a fan base like that because I've seen on my timeline yes bitch and no, no bitch no it wasn't that it wasn't that so
1: he said no bitch mm-hmm. I can't. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's, it's at this point, it's like – and we've, we've all said that Megan Thee Stallion has a bright future ahead of her, but an album like this a of all that is kind of like, all right, was I well, – did I get caught up in the wave? Because, like, this is – for what she's been able to do with singles and, and performances and everything – I Maybe my expectations Was just too high Because this did not hit Very many of them at all And it sucks that An album that I won't say I'm not excited for her style of music I'm excited to see how she grows As an artist And her fandom and everything But it was a struggle To make it where I did on that album and That's the only reason I did I finished almost every album That came out over the last week I, I listened to Little Uzi's Whole entire album And I did not get finished Megan Thee Stallion's album So that tells you where Where that is for me <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's get into the last one on here and I guess it's good we saved this one for last Janae Aiko Chilumbo what do you guys think about this one
1: I loved it but okay. I love her okay but like I did see on Twitter, someone basically saying that if you listen to her albums, it feels like there's been no growth. Like Mm. it's kind of all the same subject matter. She always kind of makes like the angry girl anthems or, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, But like the low key ones, (laughs) like the subtle, like I'm going to fuck you up, but you sing it in a nice way. And it's like, Oh, did she just say that? Yeah. Um, but i'm with it (laughs) like i'm for it so it's fine but i can see that being if i had to like find some criticism i feel like yeah she definitely didn't stray away from the formula that has made her brand what it is but if it ain't broke don't fix it i say so
0: this is a it's a very consistent listen right like the whole way through Mm -hmm. it's very consistent Um, But it's so consistent that I feel like it starts coming off as like one note. Like you can very easily feel like you just listen to one long ass song when you finish the album. And that is an issue for somebody who is a talented artist and is very versatile in what she can do with her voice we've heard her on other people's songs she she's not a limited artist at all so to mary's point like saying that like she doesn't stray away from the formula i feel like that's what we need from her at this point is for her to stray away from the formula so we can get something different because while it's not it's consistently solid consistently good if you want to get it up there it's not great and i think with a little experimentation it can reach those great – she can reach those great levels pretty easily if she experiments some. That's, that's just my opinion, Baylor.
2: But she stays in her lane, though, which is pure r and mm-hmm. I feel like if she does – and whether you're a fan or not, I don't know if you want to hear that, but if you want to hear her expand, then she would have to double-dab an alternative – R&B or pop or whatever you want to call it and she did have certain tracks that stood out like the, you know, she did have the marijuana track mm-hmm. that I pretty much liked a lot, which is telling you a lot about myself but uh, I feel it's like sexy, she could have switched the topic I think she could have switched the topic up with that track and could have it still would have been hot. She is in the K Michelle category where she makes anthems for women that are upset highly but it's still good music
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah. I'm not saying it's bad music at all It's just like I don't know it's just like if you listen to You know how like a lot of criticism on like Dipset back in the day For people who did want to criticize them Is that all their beats almost sounded the same Like at least you listen to some Dipset albums And it just sounded like it was the same yeah, beat All the way through <laughs> yeah, and that, that was Heatmakers That,
1: was heat makers. that yeah. wasn't their fault True yeah you're yeah. right but I mean it was yeah. their fault In
0: the sense that you picked the beats that are on your album But um I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, this is good, and it, I don't. I would disagree with anyone who says it's like bad music or a bad listen. But it's just like, I don't want to listen to the same song for an hour. I don't want to do. It. Yep. You yeah, know what
2: it is? It's great missionary sex. That's that, what it is.
0: There you go. There you yeah, go. Yeah, I
2: can see that. I, the name, the title
0: of this episode is going to be missionary sex music. Thank you, Baylor. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Anything left on the album before we get into our last break? No. No. All right, cool. So we're going to go ahead and get into our last break When we come back uh, Yeah, we got a topic for you Somebody just got into the rock, wall, rock and Roll Hall of Fame And I wanted to pull my beer hair out We'll be right back after this You are
3: now rocking with Socially unacceptable Socially unacceptable You are now rocking with Socially Uh,
2: That was hard. That was kind of dope. That was hard as fuck.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back with the last topic for today. And uh, on, I think it was the 23rd or 24th anniversary of his passing, uh, Notorious B.I.G. on that same day or the day after uh, got inducted and it was announced that he was going to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What do you guys think?
3: They're back yo, in
0: don't, uh, yo, was in about to time. Who is in the rock saying? and roll hall of fame? Like hey, I don't get this. Please don't hold me
2: accountable for not being that much of a big fan, but yeah. I could I swear to God, I thought he was in there a long time ago. Right? Yeah. Long, yeah. long time ago. <laughs> well, so did
1: I. So when, hey,
2: when hey, when I got the news, I was like
3: nigga, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I feel that because like I was the same way. I, I would have just there's some people and artists that you just assume have reached certain certain accolades because of who they are. I guess I just assumed in my brain that Big was already in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because it just, to me, didn't make any sense that he's not. Like, what is? The, what are the criteria, to at least with the NBA Hall of Fame, we know. You got to be retired for four years, then, you can, then you're then you up for your first induction. What is the criteria? Because this shit don't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense.
2: Yeah, it do take longer to get in that Hall of Fame than it takes for to get in the NBA. For
0: <laughs>
1: some, for some right? people, like M, 20 years. M's already
0: in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
1: So, yeah, (laughs) it don't
0: make it. I don't get it. Didn't Whitney just get in a couple years ago too? I think so. Better had not. She no, bro. She recently just got like within the last five years. she's just she's gotten in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
2: Yeah, we need to figure out the criteria.
0: (laughs) I don't get this, man. But uh, I wanted to talk about not only his induction, but just uh memories are big like uh some of your favorite moments because it has been a long time since he's left us and it's funny because as much as that time is gone, his respect is not wavered at all. And I think, you know, the younger generation doesn't quite get him as much, but they still respect his name. So like what's your favorite uh we'll do a song and video from the notorious BIG?
1: Mm. Oh man. So my that's favorite gotta song. be hypnotized for me. Oh, mm. so my favorite song is I Got a Story to Tell. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. Anyway, um, video would be Sky's the Limit.
2: Mm. that's a classic song too.
1: It's a classic. It, it would have tied for favorite song, but yeah, yeah. that
2: hit hard too. It, yeah. Oh, it, it's yeah. Oh man, I remember listening to it. To, like. Like when you hear that song, like the last time—it's not even the last time I played that song, but the last time I remember that song Hidden Difference, when I was on my way to Vegas with my cousin, and it was just being on that 15 freeway listening to that—it was—it was different. But I mean, to to stay on topic, uh, the best memory of Big for me is like hearing New York people talk about him mm. because they were they were close closer to him and even the people that would have personal relationships. When you hear people break down his character, that's what I like to hear. I don't care about the shit that we see on camera.
3: That's yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's
2: true. I like to hear I like to hear about Christopher Wallace. Not being but Christopher Wallace.
0: I feel that. My favorite yeah. beat song is the Ten Crack Commandments. I can listen to that shit all day. That and uh uh, uh, it's not his song though The Real Love Remix With Mary J. Blige
1: Oh that's cute Man
0: Yeah that's my shit uh, Favorite Big memory See I was so young When Big passed away That I don't Like most of my memories Of like Big Are like like Seeing stuff about him After he passed And like some of the Behind the scenes shit So I really don't have Like a moment In like his career That was my favorite But um, to kind of piggyback off What Big, what uh, Baylor said Is that just Just Not only like people From New York But like Hearing Puff talk about Big is something special. Like, to this day, like, his whole demeanor, all that extraness drops when, when Puff talks about Big. And, like, to just, just hear him talk about his friend, Christopher Wallace, and, and it's it, those moments always get to me.
2: Yeah. To to give you an example of the relationship, well, not relationship, but how I viewed him then and now mm. it's the same way Lakers fans view LeBron then and now, or the same way we viewed Kobe then and now. Mm. Okay. That's exactly how... And I'm talking about... I'm not speaking for people for L.A. I'm speaking for people that wasn't a big fan early on because, remember, it was a division between Bad Boy mm-hmm. and Death Row. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And we had to pick a side. Everybody know, I'm rolling with Pac. But at the same time, we wasn't ignorant. We were still listening to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We were like, yeah, Pac, we rolling with you, but yeah, this kind of knock over here. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, mean? I mean? But if it came down to picking sides, we was like... Yeah, we're rolling, we rolling with that role. But as we got older and more mature, it's like, oh, man. It's
1: like it if so they st- would have just peacefully coexisted, how much better would the game have been? The world oh, would have yeah. been totally
0: I mean, different. Especially when you think about the fact that they were fairly close before all that misunderstanding went down about him getting, getting robbed yeah. and shot. Like, if that would have never yeah. happened, what – what how a how would the game have looked differently, and then what would they have created together? Because we didn't get any of Big and Pac on, oh, on my wax God. Really together. Like, imagine what that would have done. As much as they divided the coast, imagine if instead of that they would have brought that shit together back then. If they would have did like well, we probably wouldn't have even
2: seen a, a Nas versus Jay. The whole atmosphere, the vibe would probably would have been
0: different. I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for one of the, the late greats. And that's it for this episode of the Breaks Radio. Go ahead and leave them with any parting words, your social media. You guys know the routine at this point. Go ahead and give it to them.
1: So I actually do want to say one thing. OK. Um. So I had the privilege of attending a private screening of the Stefan Marbury um, documentary, A Kid from Coney Island. Okay. And I think it's out this week for the public. And y'all should really check that out. It was dope, oh, yeah. and yeah. it was like a dope period piece for the culture because, you know, the 90s and early 2000s were such a time when basketball and hip-hop really were so intertwined. And it probably was the first time that I feel like hip-hop and a sport really, you know, were, were so intertwined in that way. And, yeah, it was just really a dope kind of perspective into starberry's life like and um the influence that a lot of pieces of the culture had on him so i recommend it and y'all should go check it out definitely, anyway definitely yes you can find me at miss mary Almonte or hiding under my bed because i don't want no damn coronavirus <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, For real, man, that is hilarious <laughs> baylor
2: well, you know, if I watched his whole, I watch this cousin' whole documentary uh, more yeah, than Sebastian twice. Topher. So,
0: and his yeah. documentary was yeah, so, dope.
2: Oh yeah, so you know, if I watch his, you definitely, I'm definitely gonna watch Small Um
1: Watch it.
3: At the
2: same time. Uh, at Bailey's the great on all social media platforms. BTG for president. Open room with BTG. And seriously, stay tuned because smoke free weekend might be moved to another weekend.
0: <laughs> yeah, I heard like in uh uh afros and audio which i was going to go to in new york just sent an email saying that they may be pushing back till like august as well because they were supposed to go down in june so um, yo
2: yeah low-key august might be a hot month <laughs> Yeah,
0: so <Wow>. uh, <laughs> let us know about smoke free weekend matter of fact if you push it back then i may be able to make it so let's let, let me know uh <laughs> but uh you guys can follow me at ceo hayes it's at ceo h-a-i-z-e i don't have any any parting words to be honest like everyone just be safe wash your damn hands keep hand sanitizer on deck because we need to stay healthy out here because this shit it i'm just really i'm really really concerned i know i i kept my energy up pretty much on this episode but when i get off this shit i'm probably gonna be a little down because it just it really just sucks and i'm I, like i'm worried i got kids man it'd be different if it was just me so um but not to Mm -hmm. end on that note but seriously thank you for all the support we've been getting with the podcast um and everything and we are the number one uh podcast for the culture you can follow us collectively at the breaks radio you can send us any feedback questions comments concerns the breaks radio and we're out this bitch for this week peace
2: Hide your kids, hide your wife. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Shit hit different. I was a terrorist since the public school era. Bathroom passes, cutting classes, squeezing asses. Smoking blunts was a daily routine. Since 13, a chubby nigga on the scene. I used to have the Trey Deuce and the Deuce Deuce in my bubble goose. Now I got the Mac in my knapsack. lounging black, smoking sacks up and axing and sidekicks. With my sidekicks, rocking fly kicks. Honeys want to chat, but all we want to know is where the party at if not, I hope I don't get shot, better throw my vest on my chest, cause niggas is a mess, it don't take nothing but front for me to start something, bugging and bucking at niggas like I was.